0: Welcome to the Bird's Eye View Podcast. I'm Jeff McLean here along with Les Bellin. Howdy hi. And Paul, whoop, nope, no Paul domwich today, uh, but it's just going to be me and Les. Uh, Paul will be back later this week. Um, nevertheless, the Bird's Eye View Podcast, uh, a few days after the Eagles beat the Packers and probably at Lambeau Field on Thursday night, 34-27 uh, and and... Uh, we'll talk a little bit about the game in a bit, but I think first things first, got to talk about the situation at cornerback. Yes. Uh, now, Cindy Jones is injured. Avante uh, Maddox is injured. Uh, and on top of that, they're, they're been, they've been without Ronald Darby. We don't know if he's going to be back this week for the uh, Sunday's game against the Jets. Uh, they're still missing Jalen Mills, and they don't have Cravan LeBanc. So, again, for the second straight year, they've, they're having a lot of issues at the cornerback
1: personnel-wise. What do you think they do? Um, to fill that spot well if we if we assume nobody's that's out is coming back for this week just for the moment uh, so you have Orlando Skandrick who was brought in again Friday who was cut after training camp uh, didn't impress me a whole lot in training camp and preseason has been a fine player in the league I don't think he really has any speed anymore but he's smart and he knows how to play uh, they have Craig James, the uh, former Minnesota Viking. Uh, last year was a rook, rookie with the Vikings, played a little special teams with the Vikings. The Eagles picked him up uh, this year after cutdowns. He was on the practice squad. They brought him up a couple times, and he finally played in the defense at the end of the Packers game and made the game-saving play. But nobody really knows what he'll do if he really has to play a lot. Uh, And they have uh, Rasul Douglas, who's been a starter here, uh, you know, off and on for three years. So those are their corners right now. And, uh, you know, there's all kinds of exotic situations that you could get into with Malcolm Jenkins having to move outside, uh, which I don't think would be very pretty, or, you know, something else like that. But, uh, yeah, it's a real – it's kind of a mess. They are getting ready to play a team that they should beat anyway, the Jets, but – it's uh, incredibly disappointing from a fan's perspective, I think, because this is exactly what happened last year with many of the same players. And you brought all these guys back, and then you expected them to be healthy this year. And who would have thunk? They're not. No. Um, you know, Jalen Mills, uh, let's start with him
0: just, uh, just because he's been out the longest. Yes. It's going to be almost a year before mm-hmm. he's back from a foot injury that is kind of remains sort of mysterious. Okay. You can understand why he's back. He's, he's someone they drafted and, and doesn't
1: cost nothing to, to bring him back. But although I don't, I don't think they really understood, or if they did, they didn't do a very good job of communicating that, that he was going to miss this much time, you know, back in the off season when they didn't really go hard at the corner position, they didn't draft one real high. They didn't go get one in free agency. I think the assumption was that Jalen Mills would be playing by now. Yeah, I think
0: that was it. Although I do, I was under the impression that when they signed Darby, mm-hmm.
1: they maybe, maybe that was a contingency. Yeah, they had yeah. maybe
0: figured out at that point that maybe we're not right. going to get Mills back as soon as we are, as soon as we would expected. And with bringing back Darby, this is a guy that they could get for one year, um, not a lot of money uh, in terms of long term mm-hmm.
1: investment. And he knows the system, et cetera. A talented guy when healthy. But he's been healthy for fewer than half the games. Right. Since so, he got here, you know, three years ago. Right. How many times have we
0: seen guys come off ACL injuries and they get something else because they compensate for the knee and, mm-hmm. in this case? And, and now he's got a, a hamstring strain um, on top of coming back from the ACL. So can you entrust Darby even when he comes
1: back right. to staying healthy? Yeah, he elevated? wasn't playing well. Before he went down, you know, coming off that ACL, he wasn't playing to his normal standard.
0: No teams are going after him. Yes, uh, and you know, can we expect him to play anywhere near the level he he does play at when he is healthy? Because again, right. he's just like a speed guy. Right. He's not particularly great in technique, right. but he he can make up with it because he, he is so athletically gifted. Mm-hmm. I mean, on top of being fast, he could jump out of the building. Right. So when Darby's healthy, he's a, he's a solid corner. But, again, as you mentioned, it's been the, the, the dislocated ankle. Mm-hmm. His first year here, uh, last year was the ACL, and now all of a sudden it's a hamstring injury. So Mills, Darby, we don't know if Darby's going to be back. Right. He's already missed one week. Maybe they feel like they can get him back. They did yeah. sign somebody to the practice squad, I guess, as a contingency plan. Um, but on top of that now, you have Cindy Jones back right. with another hamstring strain.
1: And I hate to – I've been a defender of Sidney Jones, but to me he's the key to this whole mess. You know, he's the reason fans are desperate that the Eagles should trade for Jalen Ramsey. The Eagles drafted Sidney Jones to be a number one, maybe not all pro, but certainly number one high-quality starter corner. You know, the idea was they got him in the second round. He's supposed to go top 15 in that draft if he hadn't torn his Achilles. Uh, we're you know this is his third year now Uh, obviously he missed his first year but still he's been here long enough and there are two issues one is he absolutely can't stay healthy that was a big part of the disaster Thursday night was he was starting in place of Darby on the outside and he lasted a series and a half and the other part of the equation is he hasn't really played like that guy, that number one guy. He has had moments where he's looked pretty good. I think when they started the season and he was playing inside, uh, I think he was doing a good job with that. But Was he really like doing a first-round draft pick kind of job? Uh, you know, right before he went out, he gave up a 58-yard reception to, uh, to Devontae Adams. Uh, so this is the guy that if, if this guy was who he was supposed to be, you wouldn't have to – you wouldn't be desperate to do something back there right now. And I really think they're kind of desperate. I, I just don't think they have – even if some of these guys get healthy, uh, I just they don't match up back there with the top contenders in the NFC. In theory,
0: drafting a guy that everyone considers a first-round talent in the second round and being – in a position where you can kind of sit him for an entire year
1: sounds great on paper. Yeah. But a lot of times it doesn't really pan out. Well, unfortunately it's panned out really well for a chief rival of the Eagles, Jalen Smith in uh, in Dallas. That was the same situation, even a scarier injury. Uh, The outlook for him was really with that nerve uh, damage in his leg uh, wasn't uh, good at all, but he's a difference maker, a pro bowl level player. And that's what you want. That's what you think you're getting. And, they just—it's not there yet. Yeah,
0: I think with like a couple of interesting, interesting things about Sydney. I felt like I, you know, when I talked to him in the off season, and he seemed like he kind of had a new perspective mm-hmm. on how to play at this level, how to condition himself so that he wouldn't have. It wasn't just the, the fact that he had a hamstring injury last year. It was, like, reoccurring. Right. It happened three times where he had to be sidelined because of that same injury.
1: And he was trying to play with it, and he wasn't playing well. No, and you and, can't do yeah. that. And, he, and again, he wasn't the only one who had this issue, which yeah. is
0: all of a sudden a big thing with the Eagles. I, I don't want to get off, right. off uh, that topic that Foot here. injuries. Yeah, yeah I want to get off topic here. But so he started changed his training, and he, went and he trained with Jalen Mills' guy mm-hmm. in Texas to – uh, more like long uh, distance training to help him be able to sustain o- over a long period of time. But here we are four games in the season. And I'm pretty sure it was a four games into the season last year. Yeah. It was same that Giants game, same yeah. exact injury. Right. And I'm sure there's probably some sort of technical difference, but again, it's the same thing in terms of his hamstring. And as you mentioned, I don't think he was playing at a particularly high level before that. I thought in the Falcons game, he tackled really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, something that maybe some people didn't think he could do well because of his size. But uh, with Sydney, is uh, he's supposed to be a coverage ace yes. and uh, a shutdown defender, or at least be able to develop into that guy. And I think it certainly it takes some time. You want to give him some, some space here, but we have yet to see that. So now he's done. Darby's uh, not done, but he's out. Darby's out. We don't know, again, about their availability for Sunday. Mm -hmm. They did have an extra three days to to rest coming off the Thursday night game. Maybe a hamstring can get healthy at that point. But do you have any trust in the the medical staff that these guys will be ready?
1: Or that they won't get hurt again.
0: Well, they won't get hurt again. But, like, it seems like these soft tissue injuries are taking longer than I ever remember them taking.
1: Yeah, I agree with that, and I don't understand. Uh, You know, you used 10 corners last season. Now you've got five injured. Uh, It just seems absurd to me. And I tried to – we had a little thing uh, with the uh, position coaches, and I talked to Corey Unglin, who's been a a defensive backs coach in the NFL for quite a while. He was in Denver before he came here. He's been other places. And I asked him if he'd ever seen this, and he was real – he didn't want to say, no, this is ridiculous, you know, because that would reflect on their medical staff or on somebody – and he would just kind of stammered and said, "Oh, I don't remember, you know, the uh, things happen, you know," but this is—it's uh, it, just a mess, and it's—it's uh, it's a mess that could have a big impact on the season. I think.
0: I guess worst case, uh, worst case scenario, it's going to be James and. Russell Douglas, who has yes. been playing pretty fair, has been playing fairly well on the outside, yeah. and Orlando Skandrick, and they'll call, they'll sign off the guy later this week. Off, I don't even know his name, Donald Smith. Uh, well, they have a Gene
1: Harris. Oh, they have Gene yeah. Harris
0: right, and they ha- so they have two corners. So one yeah. of them, maybe they'll call right. worst case scenario, best case scenario. I think you get either Darby or. Uh, Cindy Jones back Back, at least for limited action or something, because it doesn't sound like Avante Maddox, who has the concussion and a neck neck injury, he'll probably be out for a while. Which again, let's just we can't not talk about the cornerback situation without mentioning the possibility of a trade. And Jalen Mills, Jalen Ramsey, obviously is is the number Mm -hmm. one guy on everyone's mind. It doesn't seem right now like it's something the Jaguars are willing to do. They've won. They've won. Two of their last three games. It's not like they're out of the playoffs. Do you trade your best player?
1: <laughs> but he won't play for them. I mean, he, he went with them to well, Denver and Well, do we know that, and that for a fact, right? The first time he's ever missed a game in his entire yeah, football career. I, I, I think we can go ahead and say that's the reason. I mean, they said back, but it wasn't uh, – this kind of came up very suddenly. There's no real documentation of this. Uh, you know, I think everybody figures he, he watched the game because he, he doesn't want to play okay. for them. Uh, but – that doesn't really force their hand. They, they won the game. <laughs> you know. I mean, uh, I don't know. It, they don't have to trade them. And I understand uh, people are assuming it's the Eagles. Uh, there was a report that somebody had offered two first-round picks and that Jacksonville had turned it down. And Jacksonville had turned it down because they didn't think the picks would be very high picks from that team. That makes perfect sense to me. I certainly would not trade Jalen Ramsey for two picks that are going to be like in the high 20s or 30, you know. No, No. that's not – you're not going to get somebody as good as Jalen Ramsey out of two picks like that. So I don't know what the Eagles do. I don't know how they come up with a package that would interest the Jaguars without seriously hurting their their personnel. You know, if you're talking about trading players – yeah. Who are you going to trade that the Jaguars really want that's going to move that needle? I, I, I think it's a very problematic thing. I think it's, you know, chances are against it. But at the same time, like you, I watched some games yesterday of uh, a Sunday of uh, other contenders. And, boy, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of secondaries better than the Eagles out there. Yeah, well, that's kind of a low bar at this point, at least at the corner position.
0: Yes. What would you give up for Ramsey? way i don't know again like i mean we don't know if uh, the two first sounds kind of weird but that they would give up
1: that they would give up that's a lot but again it's not a lot if you really think you're going to be drafting toward the bottom i don't know they have two seconds next year right the eagles do yeah maybe you give them one and a two yeah maybe you give them the better of those two because that's somebody else's second right so yeah. Maybe it won't be as high. Yeah. Uh, I, and, and maybe a player, maybe there is a player they like uh, that, that you could get rid of without too much trouble, uh, you know, without really crashing your, uh, yeah, your whole development system. An offensive lineman, maybe. I don't know. You have
0: uh, to have a deal in place, too. I see. Yeah. You can't, you You'll can't be a trading, contract. Yeah, yeah. A deal with Ramsey. You can't.
1: Well, he's got two years left this year and next year, right? It gives you some time to get a deal. And done. then you can franchise him if you assume that the new collective bargaining agreement will have the franchise tag as part of it. Yeah. But that's still franchising a guy is hideously expensive salary cap wise, especially at that position. Yeah. You know, so so yeah, you'd wanna know you could do a deal. I mean it's just really complicated yeah. and really hard to do. Well he's not the only
0: cornerback out there that could be traded. For instance, a lot of people are mentioning Chris Harris. In Denver. Denver, yes.
1: Denver's 0-4. Uh, you know, that's, uh, that's a bad situation there. Uh, they could certainly use some draft picks, I think. Uh, I don't know what you give for Chris Harris, and I don't know. I mean, Jalen Ramsey is one thing. I mean, if you got Jalen Ramsey, suddenly your secondary is good. <laughs> you know, is Chris Harris that same – I mean, he's not that guy, but is he a, enough of an improvement that you really – you know, you, you're – Quanti- you're very, very much better with, yeah. with
0: him. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, that's a good question. Um, I mean, Chris Harris has had some very good years uh, yeah. in the NFL. I, I haven't watched so much of much of him this year to, to, to say for certain no, whether he'd be an upgrade. I mean, I think right now he'd be an upgrade over what yeah. they have. But it's certainly something that I have to consider, uh, and a lot of it's going to depend upon the health of those cornerbacks and when they're going to get him back. Um, Switching over to the offensive side of the ball, mm-hmm. um, and this is a little more of a, off the game, and, and it's a question that's already been thrown out there, and, and I don't know if I necessarily agree with it, but, like, okay, they have a lot of, lot of success on the ground, mm-hmm. and should now all of a sudden the Eagles be a running team? Because, no. yeah, no. Yeah. But, I mean, but go ahead. What, what do you think? Obviously, it needs to be a focal point of the offense, right. but, but not the focal point.
1: It made all kinds of sense against the Packers for so yes. many reasons. The Packers weren't good against the run, even though their defense had incredible stats in every other area. The uh, Eagles very much wanted to keep the ball out of Aaron Rodgers' hands, and we saw the necessity of that when he threw for 422 yards. So running the ball, you know, eats up clock and and does that for you. And you're in a you're in a hostile stadium. Uh, you know, it's really hard to do a lot of complex. Uh, you know developing stuff with the snap count and all that just you know running the ball straight ahead is is a good way to handle something like that uh but no you didn't go out and get Carson Wentz so that you could hand the ball off all the time and uh you know I have people asking me if they're gonna use Dallas Goddard as a fullback no he's here to catch passes (laughs) uh But you do need a little bit – you need more balance than they show sometimes. But when they get out of balance, it's not because – it's not like in the Andy Reid days when the coach just would forget about running or if the two runs didn't work, then he wouldn't use any of them anymore. If they get out of balance, it's because they're way behind. Yeah. I mean, and they have been way – they've been behind by double digits in every game they've played this season, you know, including the win, the wins. Uh, You know, so – and there's been examples of where Doug would, yeah.
0: has run the ball even right. trailing. I mean, that, that Redskins game, yeah. they, you know, one of the reasons they got out of that deficit was because they had success running on the ground. So, I, I don't, Doug's not afraid to run the ball. Right. Um, I
1: do think it'll be a better part of their – I think they weren't running it as well as they could in some of those games. And I really think – it won't all be like the Packers, but I think their offensive line is so good at running – That they really ought to be able to run effectively against almost anybody, and I really think they'll they'll certainly make a point of doing that going forward. Right now, the
0: Eagles. uh, Everyone always points to the numbers from the Super Bowl year as to uh, in terms of balance, but you have to remember that's situational. They got Mm -hmm. ahead in so many games, big time at certain points where you're just yeah, you're just you you pass to get ahead, and then you run to 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 kill the clock. Very well said. yes. and 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 that's going to be that's. That's obviously a recipe for success, but as you mentioned, the team just has not even done a very good job of getting ahead. Yes. So I mean, look again. I think we're certainly the run game has its has its uh, um, its part uh, on this offense, but to to all of a sudden suggest that uh, maybe this needs to be a run based uh, offense, uh, I don't think entirely. Again, it's week to week. Right. Number one, but two, as you mentioned, I mean you have you have a you have a flamethrower in Carson Wentz. You have. Very good skill position yeah. players in terms
1: of catching the ball. Yeah, the only th- the only caveat I would say is if if Deshaun Jackson doesn't come back really strong soon, you know, then maybe the offense isn't what we thought it was going to be in terms of explosiveness and big plays and so on. And maybe you do have to rethink that a little bit. But I, I, we're a long way from there.
0: Well, I mean, th- we sh- we should bring that up top that topic up. Uh, obviously, we don't know if Deshaun's going to be back mm-hmm. uh, for Sunday's game. Uh, they did practice somewhat today but yeah um, Doug didn't talk and they're not required to release the injury report and we We weren't getting we we, we didn't get to watch practice like three players right and we weren't even allowed on the field so it's it's hard to figure out Um, there had been an early report that he's probably targeting a return for this this Sunday but Mm -hmm. again what I was suggesting uh, last week when they you know 12 personnel they've been so successful with it not only running the ball but also Mm -hmm. throwing out of it it's like you can kind of get away with a week especially against the Jets right where it's like if if Deshaun isn't feeling great why throw him out there
1: yes 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 so I I don't know it'll be interesting to see what they do in terms of especially a home game against the Jets I mean with it looks like Sam Darnold is maybe still not ready to go so you know I mean mean, mean, even if he is this isn't you you don't have to I wouldn't rush anybody back for this game I would say maybe you you might not be able to cover the 14-point spread without any of these guys, but you could certainly get past this game. Is that what it is a it 14? I think
0: so. Yeah. Yeah. So we don't know about Deshaun, uh, Alshon, Nelson. Oh, actually, I, I did want to, with talking about we well, talking about the run, run game, but mm-hmm. we should talk a little about just the job that Jordan Howard and Miles Sanders did, and you know whether that's something they can sustain over an extended period here. Um, you know, I do think they complement each other. I do think Miles Sanders is going to get better, uh, as long as he holds holds to the ball. I'm not worried about, you know, him getting better in terms of hitting the hole. I'm not really. Wor- I think that'll happen. Uh, I, I think
1: that is happening. I think you can yeah. see a real difference from where he was the first Already, game or two. Right.
0: Yeah. He, I, Sanders is going to be good. I mean, yeah, I, I think I, so too.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't think he's going to be Lashawn McCoy. Right.
0: Good, probably. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. He's a different type of runner, but in terms of production. I mean, it's going to be hard to do that in this offense. They they want to spread the ball around. He could be Deuce Staley
1: good, certainly. Which is, yeah. which is really good. good. Deuce has yeah. got a couple thousand-yard uh, right. seasons under his belt. And Jordan Howard, you know, he's – I wouldn't – you don't need to give Jordan Howard 20 carries a game or anything like that. But I think he's very reliable, very steady, yes. very solid, and he gets what's there. Right.
0: I think there will be some games where Jordan just isn't working. Yeah. I think there will be teams that just um, – are fast to him. Yeah. Uh, He's not, he's not especially quick where he's going to need to actually rely. You're going to need someone with some athleticism. And I just think that's not kind of his thing. He can power through uh, tacklers. He can get you those Mm -hmm. tough yards, which we saw uh, on, on, uh, excuse me, Thursday, Um, a nice game for Howard. Howard's played. There there really hasn't been a bad Howard game yet. So I'm again, I was, I was a little surprised they used Sanders as much as they did early in the season. I thought maybe there'd be a little gradual kind of uh integration into the offense
1: I think they're really excited about his difference making potential you know you always look for difference makers and you know you got Deshaun you got Alshon you got Ertz and he would be a fourth difference maker who could really. Yeah. You saw even in those. The, what was the game where he had the two long catches? Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, he was the best. Lions. Yeah. Without Deshaun in that game, he was the best passing, the most explosive pass game weapon. Right. No, you, I mean, you, you really bring up a good point. One thing I'd like to
0: see a little more of him is when he gets to the second level, beating a guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in open space. I think he can do it. I think he's just still kind of learning um, and catching up to speed. Before we sign off, um, we have to talk a little bit about the defensive line and Fletcher mm-hmm. Cox. Uh, he hurt his foot again. Or actually, we don't even know exactly. Yeah, we hope. Uh, he, he limped off. But He limped off. He limped, limped off. It.
1: He came back and played. Uh, but it was late, very, very late in the game. And the only play I saw him make was that play right before the game-sealing interception where the, uh, the Packers ran it from like the 7 to the 3. And Fletch kind of grabbed the guy and danced with him and took him down, but it didn't, he didn't really plant his foot and drive the guy backward or anything. Maybe I'm reading too much into that. I don't know. I, I spoke uh, to
0: Fletcher afterwards. Yeah. asked him about it. He kind of rolled his eyes. I'm like, in that yeah. he didn't want to talk about
1: it. Is my is my assumption? I didn't really talk, but he said he was fine. I hope that's you know that because they're really screwed if that if he's messed up again. You know, I mean they he's not really playing, frankly, at the Fletcher Cox level, and there's a good reason for it, because he's coming off a serious foot injury, suffered in January, right. you know, and uh, didn't have an offseason. But, uh, you know, they've got to get some, they got to get better pass rush, Petcher. Pro Football Focus continues to insist that they're getting this great pressure, but they're, you know, they I don't had, see They it. had, uh, I uh, Damo told me this, they had 20, they had him down for 25 hurries. That's ridiculous. Uh, I, I, it, a hurry isn't every time Aaron Rodgers takes three I steps the, to the side. I said the exact you know? same thing to, to Damo. I'm like, every time he leaves the
0: pocket doesn't mean that he's
1: been flushed right. out of the pocket. It just means he's looking for a better view, a better right uh, angle. And uh, I just, I didn't think they made him sweat very much at all, frankly. Uh, and, well, the official stat sheet, only had one quarterback hit yeah for the eagles which is yeah. not good I, I don't know if that's even true because i remember bradham hitting him once and i you know surely there were some more in there well i think uh, i mean brad graham had him wrapped up at one point, yeah. and he kind of shook him there that that's a problem hit. brandon is is starting to have where he's he gets back there and then he can't close the deal yeah and that there's a real difference that's the other thing is I'm not a big hurry guy. I mean, I know it's it's valuable, but Schwartz Jim Schwartz talks about negative plays. Hurries aren't negative plays. You know, no. you, can, you can complete a pass on a hurry. If you're getting sacked, that's a negative play.
0: <laughs> and he he did point out to to his credit, and he did this the week before that. You know, we have to get sacks because they do, when you hit the quarterback the probability of causing a turnover in, yes. increases. And we
1: saw that. And we saw that. The with only Derek sack Barnett.
0: they got, they got, the, uh, they,
1: they got the fumble. It was a huge play.
0: Right. And, and, look, I again, I think it's a good defensive line, and they're going to get better, mm-hmm. and the numbers are going to come. I just don't know if it's good
1: enough right. based upon what they need out of that yes. unit and what we've seen in prior years. And, again, you look at other top teams in the NFC and, and what they have. And, Dallas defensive line very very good. New Orleans defensive line uh, looked incredible against the Cowboys offensive line, which is very good. Uh, you know, Patriots, Patriots aren't even giving up points. I mean, yeah. it's like some college team. You know that. Yeah. Uh, so well, I, I worry about. I worry about more
0: about the defensive line versus those offensive lines. I mean, yeah, the, you know, Dallas's yeah. offensive line right. uh, hasn't really given up very much um, when you think about the other teams they're facing over these next
1: few few weeks the vikings man, yeah. i mean vikings are going to want to run the ball and i think that plays to the eagles strength but if uh, they
0: can't get if they can't get more than 2 sacks against this jets offensive line yeah. which is right now yeah. in complete tatters and just doesn't have much i mean ryan Khalil is shot yeah, if they can't get more two sacks against this, I'll I'll be astounded.
1: It'll be time to panic, I think. Then, yeah, <laughs> you know, I don't know what you do there. Uh, Chris Long, obviously, everybody talks about that, but Chris has a TV thing now. I don't know that he's really, you know, ready to come back jump in here and I mean I think if you promise day, him a certain amount yeah. of
0: snaps and stuff like that he may be willing to come back especially right. if he didn't have to play the full season especially if this team looks like it's going to go back to the Super Bowl yeah I mean I, I could see him wanting to be a part of that but as you mentioned Chris does have a lot going on um but we will have an opportunity to talk about the Jets mm-hmm. in a few days we'll get Damo back on the podcast and uh, I should mention uh Please read all our stuff at Inquire.com. We'd appreciate it. Please become subscribers. We'd appreciate that even more because, again, I think you get a certain amount of clicks on stories that you don't have to pay for. Mm-hmm. But we're not going to be able to cover the Eagles anymore if you don't subscribe. That's right. I'm not going to be able to feed my kids. Indeed. <laughs> if you don't subscribe. Uh, but uh, thanks again for listening to the Bird's Eye View podcast. That's Les, Bur- Les Bowen. I'm Jeff McLean, And we'll be back in a few days at the preview of the Eagles Jets game.